Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Beamer, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host. So before we get started to today's episode about my 10 tips for better sleep, especially in midlife and beyond, um, I wanted to talk to you real quickly about the book that I wrote, After the Fire. If you've not read it yet, you need to grab yourself a copy or um, at least read it on Kindle. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. And uh, I'll give you a little snippet about what it's about. So two grieving people, a tragic fire, and one small community that won't be defeated. After losing his fiance in a car accident, embittered contractor Gabriel Hart is sent to Lake County to aid the cleanup effort after the Valley Fire burned more than a thousand homes. Local girl Sarah McKinney struggled with a failing marriage when she was suddenly widowed with the loss of her young husband. Neither was looking for love, but for Gabe and Sarah, it's attraction at first sight. Only the opportunity to meet passes them by. Second chances are fortuitous when Gabriel is working to clean the home site of a fire victim and sees Sarah again. With each having experienced unimaginable loss, the two form a bond that soon ignites into passion. But will haunting pasts, long distances, and a secret Sarah keeps stand between their true love? In this story of catastrophic loss, community support, and renewed hope, two souls try to mend their broken hearts while assisting those who lost virtually everything in the fire. All right, you guys, so pick up your copy today, and um, I'll put some links in the show notes for how you can do that. All right, so my 10 tips for, um, you know, better sleep. The thing is, I wanted to let you guys know that obviously I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm a retired librarian, and I'm an author. <laughs> but I struggled with sleep for a really long time, and um, I really felt for a while there for like almost two years that I didn't sleep at all. It was making me literally go like I was going crazy. Um, I, I cried all the time. I was I had brain fog. Um, I'd gained weight. I was restless. Um, I had that nervous leg thing that you get in the evening when you're so tired that your body gets jittery. And I found a way to sleep better and to have a routine. And now I sleep like a baby, you guys. So I'm going to share with you guys a few of the things that I learned along the way. First of all, I would recommend that if in midlife and beyond, if you have suddenly found yourself unable to sleep, you should really contact your physician and find out if maybe there's not something medical going on with you. But if you've got a clean bill of health and you're still having trouble, here are some things that you should know. Um, you know, a lot of us think that, well, we get older, we don't need as much sleep. 
It's true, we may not need as much sleep, but you still require more sleep than you think. Just because you can function on less sleep doesn't mean you should. Okay, so what I wanted to share with you guys um, is with, uh, here's some statistics. I wanted to share with you guys some statistics um, about what the chronic poor sleep will will do. And um, this is all, you know, from doing some reading. And it seems like it's logical to me because I know with chronic poor sleep, some of these things are what happened to me. So chronic poor sleep is linked to effects in your metabolism, your mood, your memory, your heart function, which these things can lead to obesity, diabetes, um, heart disease, and forgetfulness. So, you know, we do, even though we say, oh, I only need about four or five hours sleep a night and I'm good. Well, just because you might be functioning on that doesn't mean that your body doesn't require more. So here's some ideas. There's 10 tips on things that you can do to try and get yourself into um, preparing your body to be able to sleep and to sleep longer and deeper. So number one is limit your caffeine in the afternoon, you guys. I know that sometimes we hit like uh, a wall around two o'clock and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Or especially let's say if you had a late night and you work late or you, you, know, you were up late with a grandchild or you know, a new puppy or whatever it is that might have made, made you stay up late. Um, you stayed up late on a date maybe. Hey, that'd be fun. But you know, if you limit your caffeine past noon, um, it could really help because you think that you... Um, you think that past noon, you know, by the time you go to sleep at night, if it's like 10 or 11 o'clock, um, and for some of us, hey, I like to go to bed about 9.30, that uh, the caffeine will have wore off by then. You'd be surprised how long it stays in your system and can affect you. So try lim limiting your caffeine afternoon. Number two, um, have a bedtime routine, you guys. You need to get your brain somehow responding to a signal that you're sending it that, oh, I'm starting to do these things as a routine, which means it's going to signal to your brain it's time for bedtime. The, the more often you do something, when you set something up as a practice and you do it repeatedly, um, making a routine will help your body and your brain to send a warning signal that, hey, guess what? We're winding down for the night and it will start to respond to you better. So another thing that you need to consider, too, is limiting your alcohol consumption. Now, hey, I love my wine. I drink my wine in the evening. But I have noticed that this is true, and, this, and I, I didn't know that this was a thing because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I'll have wine and it help me sleep better. That may be true for a little bit of wine. But if you have too much alcohol before bed, it actually can hamper your sleep patterns. Um, your heart rate can fluctuate. Um, it can uh, cause you to have waking episodes throughout the night. So limiting your alcohol consumption can actually help you to sleep better. All right, number three, um, a shower or a bath 20 to 30 minutes before bed can slow everything down and can start relaxing the body. And when you do that and you you know, you get out and let's say if it's, if it's a cold night and you want to slip into some comfy jammies that are, you know, cozy, or um, if you sleep in the buff, that's no problem. But make sure you have clean, crisp sheets. When you go to bed after having bathed or showered and then you put on something comfortable or you slip into some very crisp, clean sheets, that's number five, by the way, clean, crisp sheets. So, um, you, you will really relax more and it helps you to just decompress. So you've had the shower, that was number four. You get the clean, crisp sheets, that's number five. Now, number six, don't have your bedroom too warm. 
So even if it's winter time, you guys, and now we're getting into fall and in some climates it's, it's cooling down, still keep your bedroom cooler than you think you need it. Because when you have fresh air or if you have like a ceiling fan going or something that keeps the air a little bit cooler than you think you need it, you will really sleep better. It's okay to put that extra blanket on the bed if you need to, but having the air a little bit cooler will make you sleep more soundly. Okay, number seven, turn off the TV and don't use your cell phone for about a half an hour before bed. This is one of the hardest things for some folks because I know at night when we're winding down, sometimes you just want to watch that program in bed and then you end up falling asleep. But the blue light flashing, you know, even with your eyes closed, it can cause you to stir and to wake. And then if you are like me and the thoughts just start rolling and the thoughts start rolling, then eventually you're going to be sitting up, you know, several hours in the middle of the night because you were woken up by the TV. Then you're sitting there thinking, and now you can't stop thinking about all the things that you got to do tomorrow. So um, a lot of people set a timer on their TV. That's fine too. But still, if you fall asleep with the TV on, as a lot of us do, you're not going to be able to get that really good deep sleep. And cell phones, gosh, I mean, we're all guilty of this, aren't we? Uh, laying in bed at night just before we go to sleep and checking our social media accounts or checking that last email. Um, if you can try and get into a habit of doing that before you go to bed and not do it from bed, that will actually help you a lot. So what do you do when you finally go to bed? Then you're sitting there thinking, all right, well, my brain is going to keep going. I'm not going to be able to stop my brain if it's quiet. That's why we watch TV in bed. That's why we look at our social media accounts in bed. Okay. So you can either read a book, okay, or how about number eight, use a white noise machine. I love my white noise machine. Oh my gosh. So my husband and I went on a vacation somewhere. I can't even remember where we were, but I remember in the, um, it was either in a hotel or a house that we rented, but there was a white noise machine. Now I had never used one before. I'd heard of other people using them. I even heard about doctor's offices using them to create kind of like a, a comforting sound. But I'd never used one myself. We turned it on that night and we slept so hard. And then the next day we're like, oh my gosh, I love that thing. We have to find out where they got it because we're going to purchase one. And you know, nowadays you guys, you can go online and there's so many companies that make white noise machines. Get a good quality one though, because the tracks that the sound run on, they do eventually wear out. And if you get a better quality one, they'll last longer and plus they'll just sound better. White noise machines are those things that either sound like a creek or um, a thunderstorm or train tracks or the ocean sound. Now, my favorite are the train tracks and the ocean sound. So if you're riding on a train, it has that sound. And then if the ocean, obviously, it's got the sound of the rolling waves crashing against the shore. And then the hiss of how it like when the foam kind of bubbles back. It's a beautiful sound. I personally can't listen to the um, nature sound with the birds because when they screech, it kind of startles me. <laughs> but, um, and also the thing with the creek, there's something different between the creek and the ocean. The creek, the babbling brook, it just makes me feel like I got to go pee. So that one's not, <laughs> that one's not for me. But um, I do really enjoy the, uh, the ocean sound and the train sound on white noise machines. Okay, number nine. Set a timer for a meditation recording on either your phone or your TV if you want to use YouTube. Um, there's tons of meditation tracks that you can listen to. And if you set a timer for it so it'll go off, 
then it won't continually play and play and play. But meditation music, and you don't even have to have the lights. You can have it just with the music um, because you don't want anything in the additional light. Um, the meditation music is very soothing. Find one that you think that is relaxing for you. There's so many choices, you guys. There's probably hundreds out there. But um, I really thoroughly enjoy meditation music. It's, it's very soothing. It calms your nerves. And it puts me right to sleep. Now, um, number 10 is if you have real trouble sleeping. Like if all these things seem to be, yeah, yeah, you know, those are all great and everything, but I can never really fall asleep. Or if I fall asleep, I don't stay asleep. Here's number 10. Try a natural, an all-natural sleep aid, like either valerian root or melatonin. Now, what I would recommend is you guys make sure you try these on a night where you know you don't have to get up the next morning on a scheduled time just to see how your body reacts to it. Now, I have no like hangover effects from valerian root or from melatonin, and they both work wonderfully for me. Uh, valerian root helps me go to sleep. I feel like I, I feel heavier and I go to sleep easier with valerian root. And there's different um, dosages too. Take a look in your health food store or in the vitamin and uh, supplement aisle in your stores um, and take a look at, you know, you might want to start at a lower dose and you can increase it if you need to, but only to the recommended dosage. But um, melatonin, same thing, but melatonin for me doesn't help me fall asleep. It just helps when I do go to sleep, I stay asleep for the night. Um, I don't find that I'm getting up and all restless. So those are two ideas for you for an all-natural uh, remedy for uh, sleep aid. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something that's really important, though. Those were the top 10, but there's something else that's pretty significant, and you guys are going to probably going to need to talk to your doctor. Um, in midlife or beyond, we tend to have hormone uh, loss of hormones, and you know we're depleted of certain things. It's a really good idea to get a blood panel and um, check with your doctor on where your hormone levels are. Sometimes you're going to need, um, you know, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. And when your hormones are better balanced, you sleep better. It's, it's amazing. I'm going to tell you right now, I've already had a couple podcasts about hormones and I had one podcast that was specifically all about hormones, but I'm going to tell you that when I realized how out of whack my hormones were and I finally got them in alignment, my body just responded and slept better. Um, I had more energy during the day. I slept harder and better at night. Um, it was just a game changer for me, you guys. So it's something I would highly recommend you do. Um, you know, when we get to be a certain age, like I said, we tend to think, oh, I don't need so much sleep. You know, there's that movie, um, Something's Gotta Give with... Uh, Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton and Keanu Reeves. And the, the movie, there's a big scene where they're talking about sleep and how, oh, I don't sleep at all. Oh, yeah, I don't hardly ever sleep. And um, Diane Keaton's a playwright, so she's up all night. And then uh, Jack Nicholson, he's, you know, a hip-hop producer, and he has this company. And so he parties a lot with a lot of people, and he's just a night owl. And they live in New York City, so they're, you know, up a lot doing a lot of things. Well, the truth of the matter is, you guys that's all fine to say that you don't need it. Even my husband says he only needs like, you know, five or six hours of sleep a night and he thinks he's, he's perfectly fine. But, but the truth of the matter is, is even in your adult life, you should be getting at least seven to nine hours of sleep. 
Um, a lot of us don't. I personally do because I'm a sleeper. I've always been a sleeper. I love to sleep. And when I don't get it, God help anyone around me because I can be a raving bitch. Um, I need my sleep. When I, um, in my earlier years, when my, you know, 20s and early 30s, when I had small children and I wasn't getting enough sleep at night, oh my God. I mean, I, I just, I would sob sometimes and, and I would just hit a wall because I needed sleep so badly. And I know for some of us, and um, it's different than others, but you need to figure out what exactly it is that you truly need and um, take care of yourself because we only have this one body and you want it to last a really long time so we can live our best life in the second half of life and enjoy all the things and do all the things. So, um, you know, you've got to make sure that getting enough sleep um, is something that's you make a priority. If you don't have enough sleep, then your health is going to suffer for it. And in the end, um, you know, having poor health ends up shortening our lives. And it's, you know, that's a no brainer. We all know this. So do your part to take care of your body. Um, check off those 10 things. Let's recap then. Number one was limit your caffeine uh, in the afternoon. Uh, number two was to have a bedtime routine. Uh, number three was limit your alcohol consumption. Number four was take a shower or a bath 20 to 30 minutes before bed. Number five was to have crisp, clean sheets. Number six was um, don't have your room too warm. Number seven is turn off your TV and no cell phones 20 to 30 minutes before bed. I know that's really hard. Uh, number eight was use a white noise machine. Number nine was set a timer for some meditation music. And number 10 is if you have real trouble sleeping, try out um, either valerian root um, or med um, melatonin for a natural sleep aid. Well, I hope some of those things or all of those things end up helping you guys. Um, I just know how important sleep is to me and I feel so much better and I have so much more energy when I get enough sleep. And I just want to make sure that all y'all out there get what you need as well. All right. Thanks so much for spending your time here with me today. Um, I know that Thursdays are normally our interview days, but uh, this week, my uh, person that we were going to have on the podcast for today, uh, we had to postpone. And so then that made my editing off. So you get me today. I hope that wasn't too much of a bother. <laughs> oh, much love to you guys out there. I really appreciate you spending time with me. I know you can do anything you want with your time and that you spend it here with me means so much. If you would, please, please, please um, subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. And um, also don't forget to go over to Facebook and join our our community at Beautiful Second Act so uh, you can be part of the party. All right, you guys, uh, you can find me on Instagram. And I hope that you have a fantastic, fantastic rest of your week. And if you are on Beautiful Second Act Facebook group, you can see me tomorrow night at 5.30 for our live Friday Night Wine Live. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday Morning Coffee Live in our Beautiful Second Act Facebook group. So I really encourage you guys to check that out. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll be talking to you. Cheers. <laughs>